Hey folks, welcome to the podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome everyone. And our topic for today is uh, kind of hard to describe, but let me let me start this way. Um, we're going to build to this topic, but the other day I was driving in my car and I passed a woman who was leaning into her car to get something out, I guess, or whatever. Um, so she was bent over so I couldn't see her face. I couldn't see her backside either because it was hidden by the door. The only thing I really saw was her foot. Um, and she was kind of tiptoeing into her car, the feminine way that women tiptoe. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I don't have a foot fetish or anything. I don't even like feet, but I thought about that foot the whole way home. Um, it was very attractive. <laughs> it was an attractive foot, but it, it, you know, makes me think about the fact that, well, there's two ways to say it. Either A, God, when he created man, gave us this weird, unquenchable thirst for woman, or B, when he created women, he made them very beautiful and not, not every little part of them. Not just the woman as a whole, but each and every part of her body and each and every part of her personhood. Um, you know, that the, her voice and her way of walking and her way of doing things, uh, it's just all very attractive to us. And mm-hmm. it also, I, I don't think that God made women want men the way he made men want women. There's, there's difference. In the way, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, of course, I mean, we all know that men are more visual than women. Of course, I don't know, there's parts of society trying to change that. But there's that, but there's something else, too, about the way men long for either women in general or a specific woman or sometimes just any woman. Um, mm-hmm. We just want it. And... I think I know women are attracted to us for some reason, but not on the same level that we're attracted to them and not in the same, not for the same reasons, I don't think. But when men, we have this, this desire for women and also kind of a, um, I, our desire for women is most properly ordered in a Christian society. Out of all the ways to treat this desire we have for women, we did it best in Western culture, I think. Um, right. And I think right. examples of where that, that didn't happen, say Muslims, um, where the, the beauty of the female is covered up completely, uh, more because it's something that's owned by the men there. You know, it's a, it's an object. The woman herself is an object. They're not allowed to talk in public, let alone show their faces in public. They're they're objects to Muslims, and they're not. Well, yeah, so much so. I mean, consider what what the Muslim heaven yeah, is. It's it's a bunch of women. I mean, uh, a bunch of women, and I. You think kids? Any kids listen to this podcast? It's nah. it's very bizarre. Go look it up yeah, sometime. Yeah, like twenty virgins or something it. like that. Because 
we didn't warn. It's not only that. It's it's yeah. It there it gets Does weirder it? than that in ways that I without pre warning parents. Okay. I don't want to get into. Sometime we'll we'll talk. Sometime we'll do a Muslim yeah. show. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a bunch of I don't know sex crazed women, and that's heaven. And it's like I, in in the Catholic heaven there there is no sex. There's men and women, yeah. but There's, mm-hmm. we are completed by the Creator, not by each other right right but you know it's interesting here because there's there's a sometimes it's difficult to tease out when when it comes to men and 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 how they see women and how they long for women let's say um it's it's sometimes difficult to tease out the difference between what is um there innately even before the fall and what is there only after the fall? Because even before the fall, um, the woman was created as a helper for right. man. As something that man relies on in some way. That the, in fact, the word, and, and I've, I've read that in, in a lot of the old texts that are used to, um, translate you know, Genesis and that kind of stuff. The same word that is used for help when describing Eve to Adam is what is used, for example, in the Psalms when it, when we say God is my help. Oh, like that. So it's almost like, um, Eve completed man. Uh, man was yeah. not, I, I mean, uh, complete in the words yeah. of, uh, mm-hmm. who's that priest on EWTN? Father Rick, Ricardo, I think that's his name. I, it I, was a long time yeah, ago since, I, yeah. I don't know who the, but, who the um, oh, okay. I remember him talking about this subject saying that, that the help that Eve was to man was to complete him because man was made in God's image, but only when he's with woman. Oh, because it's okay. male and female. He made them there. in the image of God. He created so, them. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Regardless, before and after the fall, we have almost, uh, we rely on women to be ourselves. We have to have a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I mean, I don't, these are generalities. You don't anyone, well, I know, I've lived my whole life and not been married. Yeah, I know, there's always exceptions to every rule, and priests don't, you know, they marry the church, but whatever. In general, men, have to have a woman to really be a man um, and desire that and want that. And I think it's, be- like I said, it's best answered in the Christian culture. It's it's best lived out in the Christian culture. Um, but on the flip side, I again, I don't, I just have no way of understanding the desire of woman for a man. Or what exactly she <laughs> finds in men. I find men so repulsive. I, 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 I could never yeah. do what a woman does. It's just so disgusting. Men are gross and women are beautiful. And why would a woman want a man when there are other women? That's what I almost feel like saying. But, um, <laughs> but I do know that he puts some kind of desire it, and it is natural. It's part of her nature to want a man. Um, mm-hmm. and whereas the Muslims have denied their, uh, appreciation of women, I 
think our culture today here in America, the women have denied their appreciation of men. And it's getting kind of mm-hmm. ugly. Women are... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really bizarre hatred they have of really men in general. But the more masculine the man, the more uh, severe the hatred. We could see the beginnings of it in most of... I mean, everybody's talked about the the Hollywood's portrayal of dad. Um, he's usually an idiot, and he's often oppressive and mean. And, you know, a lot of times the whole show is about helping him figure out the world because he doesn't <clears throat> understand. And the teenage girl makes right, him understand, right. and finally he gets it. And, and so... If he's not oppressive and mean, he's he's just plain yeah. stupid. It's, it's like uh, maybe aloof. Maybe he, you know, like like he, he's incapable of caring. So mom has to, or the other kids even. But often, you know, it's it's woman, daughter, mom, whatever has to step in and uh, either convince him to care in the first place or be the one who does what men ought to be doing. Yeah. And, you know, at most he, he does the heavy stuff like a horse does. And that's kind of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it, 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 it plays out in such weird It's almost ways, like, though. I mean, I, I mean, there was the, have you ever seen Wicker Man? Uh, is that the John, what's his name? Who's in it? Well, there, there there were actually a couple of productions of it. The the more recent one had Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. Cage. That's what I was trying to think of. I he looks like a John. Okay, to me. so you you had the okay, yeah. It's it for for anybody who's seen that. That's kind of almost the extreme, and and that's a horror movie. So it's it's supposed to be extreme yeah. and horrifying, but. A lot of what you see portrayed in the attitudes of Hollywood, um, uh, both the portrayal of men and the portrayal of the relationship of men and women, point that direction. Which is is that the, the one where they got to bring one to like for anyone, crucify but, or sacrifice him to their goddess or something like that? I can't even remember. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like I mean it, it's kind of like based on 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 the like this this island of women, well, yeah. island of people, mostly women run by women, but the the whole ethos of the island is is based on the um the social construct of bees and beehives. Okay. Men are the drones, the workers, it's the female who matters and the only purpose that a drone serves is to either collect money for the bait or collect honey rather for the babies or like fertilize one drone out of so many, you know, impregnates the queen or whatever. I don't know. If you watch, see, I, I would not suggest you go look at things like TikTok videos, but, um, you know, Yeah, I haven't my, seen a TikTok video. I don't even know what my kids to have that. told me about them, and I didn't believe them until they showed me some of them. And the weird hatred that these young women have for their fathers and uh, any man is 
it's so bizarre. And I, I've seen personally in some cases where women hate the men in their lives for no reason. Women who have been served by men somehow end up mm-hmm. with this deep hatred of them. And I, yeah. And I, I, I guess we start to wonder what came first because, because of this, men I, feeling like they should be less masculine and maybe less threatening to women, I don't know, um, end up becoming less masculine and they get kind of whippy, which we already had a show on whippy men in America. I think this is part of it. Men want to get girls. I think it makes the problem yeah. worse, though. Yeah, I think maybe they're feeding each other when men can't be men. And then uh, I, I I don't know which came first. But together they're a problem because you have feminine men. And now you have women who hate men who don't really know any men because all of the all of the males in her life are feminine are not manly you know i've got a theory about that that came into my head when i was reading uh one of the opinions written by ruth bader ginsburg the judge the the supreme court justice uh who actually in fact it's kind of almost apropos that that you brought this up and brought it into my mind because you know this whole recent spate of these attacks against the catholic church is by a group that is calling themselves Ruth yeah. Sent Us, yeah. referring specifically to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But I was reading the opinion in which she was talking about not, um, I don't think it had to do with abortion, it had to do with contraception. And I don't even know what, what the case was, you know, I, I couldn't identify the case. But I was reading her opinion, and what struck me is that she resents womanhood. Mm-hmm. It's not even men, and and I suspect that a lot of these other women, this is what's really going on. It's not even men that they hate; it's their own womanhood that they hate. Now, maybe you've got a different perspective. I'm I'm bringing this out of the blue. Everybody who listens to our podcast knows we don't talk about this stuff beforehand. Yeah. So it's more of a hatred of themselves and the fact that the fact that they can't be men, something like that. Yeah, a hatred of themselves as women that comes out as hatred for men. Now, maybe it's the, you know, maybe it comes out as a hatred of even the idea that there's a difference between men and women or something like that. But I think it's, I think there's some kind of a self-loathing going on with these women that's part of this whole phenomenon you're talking about. I don't know if they, I, I mean, I... I see kind of the same thing a little bit in gay men. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, men, look, men want to participate in beauty. Um, and we do that by creating things and writing things and uh, making music and making cars, whatever. Um, and and by, honestly, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to make too I don't want to make too much of the word, but possessing beauty in the sense that we possess right. our wives, for right. example. I, I, you know, I, that is part of it. But I, I, I know that everybody who hears me is going, oh, yeah, see, the Engel brothers treat women as chattel. They're just, they're just property. No, that's not what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> and the, but, but that's part of how we participate right, in beauty. Because the 
plain, simple truth. We cannot be beautiful. We just, it's just not part of us. We can only create it or be close to it. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just the way God made us. I, I kind of have theories about that as in, you know, God, God giving us his nature, making us in his image, but he gave us different aspects of that image and, um, he gave man more of the creative aspect and he gave woman more of the being aspect. She doesn't have to mm-hmm. create beauty. Right, she is right. beauty. And, um, right. You find men who, well, who you know that- aren't able to do, who aren't able to take part in that way. And so they, I, through some kind of weird disorder, they end up hating women and tr- then trying to become a woman themselves. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's kind of funny, though, because the the way you just put that, men have, you know, as God bestowed his image on man, male and female, and, and men have more of the creative part of the image of God and women more of the part of the being of God, um, not just in terms of being beautiful, but think in terms of procreation of children. Men procreate through women, but it's the woman who who carries the baby, gives the baby birth and, and, and gives the baby its being, so to speak. It's, it's like the baby's own very existence grows out of the woman, uh, in a way that it doesn't out of the men. Yes, I know genetically the combination of blah, blah, blah. But, but the, but I, the woman, what you're saying is connects with the child in a way that a man simply cannot do. Um, yeah. And another thing that women have begun to hate, and I, I know that this is, uh, made worse by things like abortion and by the sexualization of women, um, at an early age, but, um, they've, it didn't come first. There was some kind of training ground for this where women, women were taught to behave this way, and I've, been unable to put my finger on where it comes from exactly because it's not like they didn't have a meeting and decide this but all of the sudden within the past 20 years this hatred grew out of nowhere as if by everybody was preparing for it and said all right now now we hate men and then there it was it's a really bizarre thing you know and and women I was going to talk about something, but it's kind of, it's kind of explicit. Is, is it, but it, parents, uh, put your kids yeah, away kind of thing? Yeah, it's just that it's, um, all right. I, I'm just going to talk about it because I know, I know now of six women who have in one way or another experienced this. Uh, some of them have talked to me themselves, some of them through other people. And if, you're one mm-hmm. of those women. Okay. Don't sit there and think to yourself, oh, he's talking about me. I'm not talking about you. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but this is, this is so weird to me. Um, women as when a, let's say a man and a woman do it the right way and are, uh, wait until their wedding night before they get physical. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's going to hurt. Oh, it's right, right, right. To hurt. A, a woman's, yeah, 
at her her first experience it's be painful. There's pain, and the pain even outweighs the right. pleasure. Now, somewhat, yeah. Okay, I got would it. think everybody would know this, but we've got this weird problem in our culture today where women are gaining experience at a much much earlier age than they ought to be, certainly before they're married, um, and they're mm-hmm. doing it with boys their own age who are much smaller than a grown man. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, by the time they're married, they don't experience that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, there are some women who don't do this. And when they finally get with a man who's a full man now, um, they're convinced it doesn't fit because there's something wrong with me. They have gone to, I know girls who have gone to doctors. The doctors don't set them straight and say, um, yeah, it's going to hurt and, and it'll loosen up. Don't worry about it. Instead, you got to get, you got to get used to it. Yeah. I, all six of these women have been told there's some kind of trauma in your life and that's causing your muscles to tighten up at the second when something gets close to you. And that's why you're unable to have sex. Oh my God. Can you imagine telling a young girl that who's not necessarily been traumatized? Who, who always, look, we all have terrible things happen to us. And sometimes it's by the hands of a woman and sometimes by the hands of a man. That's just life. Uh, but to think that you can't have sex because of a trauma that you might not even be able to remember. What does that do to the psyche of a woman? Yes. Wow. Okay. Wants to be intimate with either uh, a boyfriend or now her husband and doesn't think she's able to. I, it, And then it drives her away, possibly. Yeah. I mean, let's say it's with her boyfriend. Okay, it's inappropriate that she's trying to be intimate with a boyfriend from, from you know, our, our, our Christian moral perspective. Yep. Yes. But then goes to a doctor and a doctor uh, lays on her this this – Boulder Dash. Yeah. And think of that, think of what that does to her aspirations to be married. And what it does to the boy who gets told, oh, I can't have sex. Uh, yeah. I'm not many men would say, oh, well, okay, uh, I'll marry you anyway. That's how much I love you. Some men will, but here's the problem. Generally, the men who would, are the kind of men who couldn't get a whole lot of other girls, you know? Oh, right, right. They're not, they're not men who do it because, who would say that because that's how much, how deeply they love. It's because it's, that's how desperate they are. I, and I don't mean that pointed at anyone specifically. It's just that well, what yeah, you have well. is a lot of, um, men who aren't very masculine with women who, uh, by looks are, are kind of far, uh, out of their league and mm-hmm. you see them together and there's a reason they're together sometimes and it's because of that it has been because of that anyway i didn't realize doctors were doing i that. didn't that either until you know i heard <clears throat> of two cases and i thought well that's weird that these two cases that i know this person and this has happened and then i heard of four more cases and in each case the woman was not told Oh, it's because you're a virgin. Just give it time. You'll 
you know. Yeah. Right. It, it'll, it's gonna hurt. I, how can this be? How can this not have something to do with what we're talking about? And it's so bizarre, and I don't even, it's not something you would talk about on a, you know, I had trouble bringing it up on here because it's not something you would talk about normally. Just having the knowledge of it is something that you wouldn't even want to admit to people. But now, but if this is happening, and if it's happening this often, well, there's a serious problem here. I mean, when we were kids, we knew that women were tight their first time. That Mm -hmm. was... You heard this about that. It was it was like a locker room talk, you know? And it was, yeah, part of the mystique of the first time yeah. kind of thing that, the, you know, guys talked about. Yeah. But it's, um, and I was flabbergasted over this, and I would love to be proven wrong about what I'm saying, but I know absolutely that this is the case in several very specific cases. And I'm... I can't help thinking this has something to do with what we're talking about. And it's... You know, that could be. Because, I mean, you, you you have women who are being told, yeah, you've, you've been traumatized by a man, even if you don't remember. And the women are somehow, I mean, it's almost inbred them, is that, I, I mean, they're told that, what was the latest, I don't know what the, the number is, something like one-fourth of all women have been raped, uh... Three fourths of all women have been assaulted, sexually assaulted, and but oh, wow. I mean, you could say that. So if I guess a woman's walking across the street and she gets a dog whistle, that's sexual assault. Yeah, I've heard like people try to equate that with something like yeah. rape. Well, it's like okay, wait a minute, a a a, a puerile, okay, maybe in some contexts inappropriate compliment yeah and and you want to treat it like it's like it's a traumatic thing like right. rape. I mean, what is that and what does that say to all the women who have actually been raped oh yeah, yeah your traumatic experience yeah, wasn't that big a deal is just as much as this this woman who who what she got was a dog whistle a wolf whistle that's you know whatever and you um, have a, a, a variation yeah. of you know what is what is rape first of all how is that different from sexual assault and what kind of degrees of sexual assault there? Even if you want to call a dog whistle sexual assault, okay, that's fine. But you can't put it on no. the same level as number one, a grope, and number two, uh, holding down and doing something to. These are all, these are different things. Yeah. You treat them all different. different levels, right. And personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with a dog whistle or, or that it's in any way assault, but. Yeah. Right, I think most of the time it used to be when we were growing up, the women who got mad about that were the women who never got whistled at. I mean, it's that simple. <laughs> I don't yeah, think that's I mean, the case I, anymore, I can, though. No, I, I can imagine where, like, like if it's a car full of guys and and they go so far as to... Oh, uh, well, yeah. Like, slow down and, and kind of pace her and stuff, and she might feel threatened. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, are these guys going to actually do something? Okay, that's that's a whole different kind of thing. Still not sexual but, assault, though. You know, just it's no, it's not. It's, it's not little punks acting like punks because they're <laughs> full of hormones and whatever. Um, I remember 
<laughs> there was a commercial. You, you're probably too young to remember this, but they had a product which was a microphone that you could tune it to transmit at a radio frequency so that it would be picked up on the radio. Okay, yeah, I have one. Oh, you have no, one? No, I have one now. I use it okay. all the time. So, like, you can speak into the microphone well, and, and your radio tuned to some station plays out. It was, what you're it's saying. not a microphone. I hook it up to my iPhone so that I can listen to my iPhone on the radio. Okay, this but is this a microphone. It's just a microphone that you would turn the radio and then, and then, uh, you know, talk into it like you're and a pick DJ up what or you're, something. Yeah, and it goes out on the yeah. speakers. Well, on the commercial for this thing, it had this, the guy had one of these and he's in a car, a convertible with the top down and there's a woman walking in as the car drives by and he says something like, uh, hey beautiful, we'll be back to pick you up later. Something stupid okay. like that. Uh, they're just showing all the, the, the stupid fun things you can do with this thing. Anyway, I remember, uh, like seeing that commercial and mom said, if he said that to me, I'd take his license plate and report him to the police. <laughs> Do you know... And the way you said that just kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I first got married, there was a commercial. Um, it, I think it was a Father's Day commercial, but it was it was something about being appreciative for the men in your life. And in it, mm-hmm. there's a girl getting ready for uh evening out, and she's got these expensive earrings, and one drops into the toilet. And she's standing, she's sitting there staring at it and the man's kind of walking through and he just looks over and sees it and bends down and grabs it and gives it to her. Um, indicating that there's a certain, there's a certain way to be a man and there's a certain way to be a woman. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I, it was the last commercial I ever saw that was in any way complimentary of the male species it was the last time i ever saw anything that that said hey oh men right. have usage <laughs> at least at least have a use but now they've they've tried to make it so that there is no use for a man women can make the same money women can go get pregnant without a man women can have uh pleasure without a man um uh, right. And this has to be heading somewhere. I just don't, I just don't know where and I don't know the answer to it. But I think one of the answers is not for men to stop being men. No. I think, um, I think the more that happens, the more men stop acting like men, the worse the problem will get. But, <clears throat> you know, I wonder if it's something more, um, more spiritual. I, I've been tr- like developing, th- this has kind of been like in the back of my head for, for a few years in terms of, of the relationships of men and women and sort of dr- teasing out a, a theology kind of, uh, not, not theology in the abstract sense, but, but more of a, like like personal theology, like relating to God. And I had kind of developed this theory that part of God's plan was that with men, let's see, how, how did I have this? The way a man wants a woman to regard him and relate to mm-hmm. him 
is how humans ought to regard God and relate to God. So a man has the instinct of wanting a wife and wanting her to see him in a certain light and wanting her to to uh, relate to him a certain way. And by having that desire that she do that, he also now knows how he ought to relate to God. Um, yeah. And a woman, let's see, how did I... It was kind of a similar way because the woman was complimentary. She wants to relate to a man in a certain way. And the way that she wants to be able to relate to her husband is how she should always relate to God. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like very, like just, you know, not quite fully formed. But it's one of those things but that it's just something that the more you think about it, the more yeah. you can find these little parallels in mm-hmm. how we yeah. react with each other and how we ought to react with God. Um, God having some kind of hunger for us, uh, the way man has for a woman. And, um, I, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's deeper than I could think about in two minutes. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the thing is, I mean, I, if, if women are, are sort of turning into this, towards this hatred of men, is it also, you know, kind of, uh, correlating to a rejection of God? And that's where you also see this, you know, this corresponding hatred, for example, of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, you know, I, also wonder if it is something more physical. Um, you know, I, Oh, (coughs) sorry. Um, I, I did not know who Alex Jones was like a year ago. And my, my kids put the gay frog video on and they laughed (laughs) so hard at that. I said, well, I don't, okay. It's a little bit funny, but not that, Anyway, I know. um, Then, you know, I looked into him a little bit more and um, Mm -hmm. I had really the big thing I heard was that he had denied that school shooting that happened and had said that it was uh, it was a FBI thing or whatever. And I thought, well, if he thinks that that's that's kind of dumb. I'm I I stopped paying attention to him back then. Um, Yeah. Since then, I found out that he was being misrepresented to me. So, uh, like, oh, okay. I guess like three or four weeks ago, I start, okay, well, let me find out who this Alex Jones is. And I looked more into the gay frog thing. Uh, chemicals going mm-hmm. into the water that makes frogs gay. Um, it's more complicated than that, but there is something there. It's not just made up and, also, yeah. I found out that, you know, as I started listening to him, you know, if you go back in our podcasts, um, neither one of us are the kind of person to wait and see what everyone else thinks and then comment on it. A lot of times we'll do a podcast on a current event and give our gut feeling on it. And we've been right every single time, you know, Going all the way back to when COVID first started, we were like, nah, this is something, this is something different. Don't anyone believe this? And we were right. And we were right about all these things that kept popping up. I think we're right now about, um, about our feelings about the Ukraine 
uh, ordeal. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. found out that uh, this entire time, Alex Jones was saying a lot of the same kinds of things we were saying. Oh, okay. now he doesn't. See, I don't. I mean, I only know Alex Jones as a name that. Oh, I don't know. Two years ago, whatever it was, he was like demonetized on I don't yeah. know YouTube or something he like was that. Completely, and, it's like they erased him. Yeah, one of my sons was like talking about how like bad that was because the only reason he was demonetized was because um, they didn't like what he said. It's not like he was calling for violence right. or anything like that. But, um, you know, I, I am gonna, I am gonna correct you real quickly in, in the interest of, um, of full truth. There was, there was one thing that we talked about, uh, uh, it was like some, some guy that, like a, a news reporter that was killed or something like that. Uh, that I think we kind of got the story wrong the first time around. Oh, yeah. And then we said, oh, wait a minute. You know what? That, I, I, I know but what you're the thing about. is, we admitted it yeah. right away. But, but yeah, no. yeah, but we admitted it right away. We don't, you know, but, we got but that's the, facts the point. Wrong. We do come out with our, right. We come out with our gut responses. And then if it's like, oh, wait a minute, this was different than we thought, we come back and we right. say it. But even then, that was because we had the facts wrong. But yes, when yeah. our gut feelings over things like COVID, over, uh, you could go through all of them. Um, Our first feelings about Pope Francis, you know, we were pretty early to say, wait a minute, this is, uh, this is not good. This is, I hadn't even read, uh, the whole thing about giving the Eucharist to the, uh, married and, or divorced and remarried. I hadn't even read that yet. I had just heard little things about it. But, uh, from the very Mm -hmm. first when he started talking, I said, wait a minute, this is wrong. This is, there's something wrong here, and uh, we've just been right about almost everything we talk about, as long as we have the facts. You know, the coup de gras. if we had recorded, I, I, I still think back now and again, wishing we had recorded that that first weekend after the Nick Sandler Oh, yeah, because um, <laughs> I... Because we would have been right where every single person in the world was yeah, wrong. Yeah, I didn't... I hadn't seen the video. I had just been told about it, and I said that didn't happen. I know that didn't happen. I just yeah. know this pro-life <laughs> crowd too well, and I know this didn't happen. And lo and behold, it didn't happen. Even as it didn't even the guy's own bishop turned on him. <laughs> yeah, I wish we had recorded that weekend too, because then it'd be more than me just saying it. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just what I'm finding out is that. Alex Jones is right about an awful lot too, and huh? Okay, well, maybe I'll start looking into him a little yeah. bit. Now I don't believe everything he says, but one of the things he is saying is that the reason there's so much gayness right now is because of these chemicals, and the oh. reason. So it's more than just like it's. It's more than there, there's something deeper yeah. than just hey, it's like socially fashionable to be gay or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's what he's claiming. I yeah. I don't know if I buy it, but it's at least something to look into because it's not just the gays. It's not just a number of men who suddenly decide they want to be women. There's something else there. It's this weird hatred that women have for men that doesn't make any sense. 
Oh, that's right. I mean, there's one thing for men to not act like men, but there's also women who aren't acting like women. Yeah, it's and and as you pointed out, coming to despise their own femininity. It's like it's like they just hate it. Uh, they hate mm-hmm. the 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 very idea that they could be a mother. Uh, they find it repulsive, and they they go on TikTok videos and cry because men are are in the Catholic Church is putting this incredible burden on them. By you know, I was talking to my kids about this. Isn't it weird how when we protested abortion, we went to abortion clinics where they were committing abortion. If mm-hmm. if they denied abortion, wouldn't you go to the places that are? Are they wanting the Catholic Church to commit abortion? Are they wanting us to do abortions or something? What do they? Why? Oh, why right, are the Catholic right. Church? Yeah. What, why not? What do they? Why after? not protest your right. neighbor? He he doesn't do abortions either. You know, and yeah, it's. It's like protest everywhere that they don't do abortions or something. Yeah, that's so dumb. That that's true. That's true. It's kind of weird. It's 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 the it, that, it's almost like you got to find an excuse to be angry or something. Yeah. That, now you know another thing. My son pointed out that uh, at least got got my thoughts ticking is that um, we've been fighting abortion for a long time, and it's never even. It's never even uh, come close to getting anywhere. Um, two mm-hmm. years after both COVID and this insane vaccine, which it's it's official now, it kills people, and yet people are still taking yeah. it. Um, suddenly, they're uh, going to allow the the restrictions on abortion. Suddenly, after yeah, that is weird. After maybe uh, if. If you considered all the crazy conspiracy theories about the uh, people in power wanting to depopulate the planet, which we know they want to, there's no reason to call it crazy. They said they want to. Um, if you accept that the virus and the vaccine are part of this, oh, then the restrictions on so abortion make sense. It's like, okay... We can't let states restrict abortion because we need abortion to keep the population down. And then we got to keep encouraging women to go kill their babies. But now that we have a way to do it directly, we don't need to, to run the psyops on women anymore. We can regulate this better. And now, now we can back off on that whole thing. We don't have to f- keep fighting that battle. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that, that, that's an interesting, um, take on yeah um i hadn't even i hadn't either i thought but yeah you're right i mean the 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 deep pop um what would you call them the the, you know those in power that are in favor of depopulating they've it's not like they're secret yeah they they don't they don't hold back they they're bill gates is is perfectly upfront about what he wants to do people on the earth there's too many people and Mm -hmm. i can get rid of them with vaccines that's what he says yeah so uh, I don't know. It's, it's something to, something to at least to consider, but, um, I don't know. I, I do know that abortion has made this hatred of men even worse. And I think once a woman goes down that path, if she's taken part in an abortion, 
there's there's almost no way back from that path. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, we do have plenty of testimonies of women who have had abortions and repented, or have you know helped perform yeah. abortions and have repented. But think of how many more women can't find their way out yeah, of that. It's um, it, it's it's like a maze of of terrible feelings. I mean, you can't come out of killing a child and feel good about it, especially your own child. Um, you would yeah. have to hate yourself. There's no mm-hmm. other way to see it. And, and you would have to hate that part of you that would even, uh, enable you to have a child. I, or, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. It's like the only way to psychologically deal with it, I think for a lot of women, is to hate any part of themselves that would be maternal. Right. And a lot of it stops making sense because, well, it never did make sense, but it makes even less sense because at that stage where they've begun to hate themselves and in and the way that plays out is in hatred of men, um, there's no need of abortion. They're not having children. That's not what the abortion is for. The abortion is to keep down the number of black people in the world. And that's been proven as yeah. well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and to keep down the unwanted population. These girls who have taken part in one, um, and, gr- and, and allow this hatred to take over their lives, they're not gonna have a baby. They're, they're not having sex. They're, they're not with men. Yeah. Or, I, well, I don't know. You know, maybe they found a man who's so feminine that he's so, uh, uh, unassuming and so unaggressive that she can stand to be with him. Um, because no matter what they say, women do need us. There are certain things that men can do that women can't or will do that women won't. Like reaching into a toilet to grab the, uh, <laughs> earring, yeah. you know. Yeah. Earring or whatever. Because mm-hmm. generally a man would not think about that. He would just do it. Um, it was a good betra- portrayal of how a man ought to be. Yeah. And how a woman ought to be. Of course, mm-hmm. of course, women have to do their gross things too. You know, cleaning up babies and, you know, that, that kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's but right. It's not like we're calling <laughs> a wimp. <laughs> not in any way. But... um yeah, it's just, diapers, runny noses, and so on. It just seems like this this hatred of men, and I hate to say that, especially white men. White men are much more hated than black men, um, which is weird. It, it's kind of a weird it turn is. on this because I hate to say this, but um, generally, culturally, uh, black men have have not submitted to the pressure. To be less masculine. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's kind of weird because white men have tended to be more feminine, more effeminate than black men. Um, I mean, I, and, and I experience this all the time and, um, just, you know, okay. I went into a restaurant and the, the girl there who was talking said something to make me very angry and I, I yelled some cuss words. I was with two of my sons who were kind of big. Um, and 
I guess thinking back on it, it was like, well, you know, it was like, it would have been intimidating to a girl. And, um, mm-hmm. there were also men in the restaurant. I was yelling at the workers because they wouldn't serve me because I wasn't in a car in the drive through. It was, it was a whole stupid thing that anyway, um, Oh, you were just kind of walking through the drive through kind of thing. No, I wasn't allowed to walk through the oh. drive through. I went inside and she said, we can't serve you. I said, well, um, oh. why not? Because we're only doing drive through. I said, well, can you, uh, can you just take my order, go to the drive through window, ring it up and then give yeah, me the food? I'll meet you there. <laughs> no, we can't. There's a safety issue. And I just, at this point I had blown up because there's a bunch of restaurants stupid. who were, they were just being lazy. Stupid. Yeah, this was the whole was, the whole stupid COVID yeah, thing. Yeah, this was laziness. And so I I said, blah, blah. I can't remember what I said. But I said it and started turning around and mm-hmm. walking out. Um, there were a couple white guys there who kind of just stopped and stood there staring at me. Now, wait a minute. This is in the – there were other guys in the restaurant? How did they get they started? They were all workers. There was a bunch of workers oh, there. Workers in the restaurant. I don't know why okay. they could have done there the work. It was dumb. A bunch of workers that were all just being stupid and lazy. But the girl okay. was the one who caught my uh, bad language. And, she was the one you had to interact yeah. with. Yeah. So she's the one who got yelled at, and the boys just kind of stood there. Now, I wasn't threatening her. I was telling her what I thought of what no, was going just, on, and then I was turning and leaving. Yeah. I had no intention to sit there and yell at her, but it I just exploded and started walking out. The boys just kind of stood there. There was a young black mm-hmm. man who was uh, probably late, maybe early adult, but he mm-hmm. he was he wasn't a big guy. He's small, but he immediately put himself between me and the rest of the workers. Um, <laughs> I was not, and I had no intention of fighting anyone or being violent. Yeah. But the fact that he did that. When the, he did that. the other two it, yeah, white men it, did not do it, it kind of just mm-hmm. struck me later. It's like, why didn't the other two guys do that? But yeah, exactly. All I'm saying is that the more culturally, it's it's general that more white men have lost their their cahooties than the black men, and yet the anger seems to be at the white men. Maybe it's at black men too, but they're not allowed to say it because they think that would be racist. I don't know. Because black, yeah. that, uh, Yeah, that could be. That could but. Be. And, and, and it could be part of a perceptual thing. Yeah. We have, for a generation, been um, indoctrinated with a, uh, a critical race theory yeah. milieu. Yeah. That says white men are at the top of the pyramid, so to speak. Yeah, it, the top of the power structure. Just as much as and, as targeting fathers, it was even more specific white fathers. Right, and so if this this whole hatred of men is a um, a resentment on women's part that that they're women that they can't be men, um, then if it has to do with that whole relationship thing. Regardless of whether it's true or not, yeah, they just in their minds because of this whole, you know, critical race theory indoctrination since who knows, I know sixties, whatever seventies, right. um, they just automatically plug white men into that slot to hate. Yeah, 
Well, we've talked about it for an hour. And uh, again, I you know, when I texted you that we could talk about this, I just, I wanted to have some kind of answer or, or say, this is what I think, but I'm just not there yet. I don't know and I don't understand where this is coming from. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're ever going to have a complete answer. I mean, I think it's going to be like one of those things like the fall of the Roman Empire. People argue over what was the cause and and, yeah. and what were the related factors and that kind of stuff. Now, this this phenomenon that we're talking about may end up being one of those historical things that people discuss in the yeah. future. I, I, I think know. they would have to. But I mean, but it's there's yeah, going to be an outcome there. Here. It's real and it's weird. And it has to go somewhere. And, and it's having an effect on society. Yeah. Somehow, something gets played out here, and we don't know what yet. Um, there's also, part of this is the whole uh, victimization thing where women, women more than men, have decided that they are victims and seem to compete for how much of a victim they are. Um Oh, mm-hmm. and a lot of the TikTok videos are about that. I mean, it's it's like they they want to show the world this is how much of a victim I am. This is how badly I've been treated, and they take the smallest incidents and try to turn them into the these mountains that, um, for some reason, they're unable to see how insignificant these things are. So these are the women who treat a, a wolf whistle as as a big traumatizing yeah, event, yeah. or you know their dad says, "Hey, go change your clothes. You're not going out like that." And suddenly he's yeah. a male chauvinist pig, and and he's trying to control mm-hmm. her. And why should she? Why should she have to change her behavior just because some men can't control themselves? And blah blah blah. And it goes on, and they they start talking about, it and they work themselves up into these weird frenzies, and it's like. Okay, he just asked you to go change your clothes. Go change your clothes. You're dressed inappropriately. He's looking out for you. He's your dad. He's supposed to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's what a lot of them are. It's, it's weird, but, uh, that's, that's about all I got to say about it. Okay. Yeah. I think we've exhausted it. Um, yeah, it's like you said at the beginning, we won't have answers, but yeah, you know, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the topic. Something people ought to be talking about. And we did talk about something here that I've never heard anyone talk about because it's, I don't think most people know about it, but I think if not as such, I think if yeah. people looked into it and, and asked some questions of the women who are closest to them, uh, I, I think they'd find out that I'm right about this weird thing that's going on with young women who have behaved their entire lives and are being told that they're victims. It's, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we get into news? Uh, all right. Let me put on my marker here. Okay. Ukraine. It's, it's going on and on. We don't know what's going on, but, uh, there's a couple weird things here. Uh, Zelensky announces that Ukraine is open to continue peace talks with Russia. So they're going to continue the talks with Russia if they guarantee the restoration of pre-invasion borders, return the Ukrainians who were forced to leave Ukraine and go to Russia, 
and Russian troops withdraw from the country. But that isn't that what the talks are to talk about? Is. Yeah. I don't know what he means. How can he put that as a condition? It's like, if you don't invade us anymore, I'll come back to the table and talk peace. And it's like, well, wait, that is the peace. That, yeah. It's a, that, it's a weird way. To, it's a weird announcement to make, but it's, um, it's, it's kind of, uh, Zelensky's thing because he's a weird guy. Um, uh, let's see. Airline operators of Nigeria announced that all of their airlines will be suspended. No, wait a minute. Okay. Nigeria Airlines say that they will suspend all domestic flights in protest of rising fuel prices caused by the war in Ukraine. So even nation or uh, worldwide now, everybody's blame, blaming the rising fuel costs on Ukraine instead of on who it ought to be blamed on, which is uh, yeah. President Biden. Or at least whoever's isn't that kind of like strings. cutting off your nose to spite your face? I mean, yeah, that doesn't make you know, any it's sense. Like at I'm all. gonna, I, I want to press protest the effect of your activity. I mean, let's let's just say that it that it does have some effect, you know, world globally that isn't isn't strictly tied to to Biden. Which of course, the whole Democratic plan, obviously. Yeah, is is the largest effect here in the United States. But let's let's just suppose that it really is that, and it's like, oh, because you're affecting my gas prices, I'm going to stamp my feet and put up with a whole lot of inconvenience locally for me. Yeah, in protest to that. Yeah, not in uh, flights from Nigeria to like, America. I'm just cancel domestic flights. flights. Yeah. To, Right. Just raise the prices. so stupid. Doofus. Well, they later announced that they decided not to do that. But it's the fact that they announced that they would. I thought, well, that's so dumb. How does that help you? Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and a couple of other uh, Canadian officials go to visit Kiev to meet with Zelensky. Um, Trudeau announces the reopening of the Canadian embassy in Kiev. So, um, I, that's... I, Zelensky and Trudeau well, are a You know, we didn't, we didn't cover its closing, but I guess it, they closed the embassy in Kiev um, under, like, like a fear of, of violence yeah. during the invasion? Yeah, that seems like what they did, because I remember the Americans were told to leave. Um... Oh, okay. So I, what I, I guess is, is the fighting no longer in Kiev or has Russia said we're not going to attack Kiev or is Trudeau just putting his, uh, his ambassadors or out has there? Russia had said sitting we're ducks? going to, I mean, maybe Ru- Russia said we're going to respect the, um, yeah, that could the be sovereignty too. of embassies. I do not think, well, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say anything about that because I mean, our our own presidents have uh, left ambassadors as sitting ducks and left them to die, and you know when they could have saved them. So maybe yeah. Trudeau's doing that. Maybe he just doesn't care. Uh, well, that could be. Uh, Jill Biden, uh, the first lady, also visited Ukraine to have a Mother Day Mother's Day meeting with the Ukrainian first lady. Uh, what's Olena Zelensky? Zelensky's wife. Okay. What they say, Zelenska. 
Oh, it's a, oh, really? Is it said is it said a Russian thing or a, a Ukrainian thing? Oh, the, the male and female Zelenska and Zelensky. You know, it could very well be. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. I mean, it, it is weird, but you know that yes, Russian. The Russian language has grammatical things that if if you grew up in the language, it's that's yeah. just what sounds right to the ear. It's kind of like yeah. I mean, you think of like we have nine, ten, and then we do eleven and twelve, which are just like completely out of the blue, and then thirteen, 13 and then rather than one teen, two teen, thirteen, fourteen, like that, you know? Yeah. So, I, yeah, stuff stuff like that. I mean, you'll see that in various languages. Well... And it sounds like that's probably what it is. Um, in Lithuania, they have unanimously voted to designate Russia as a terrorist state and to classify Russia's actions in Ukraine as genocide. I, I don't get that at no? all. Um, genocide? How many yeah. people have they killed in, in Ukraine? I don't know, but here's the thing. Total? Ukrainian... Ukraine has started its war trials uh, for the, the trial of Russian soldiers for war crimes. And generally, war crimes, you would accuse commanders of doing things. But they've... Yeah, not the individual soldiers. They've got this Russian soldier who... Uh, a 62-year-old unarmed civilian witnessed him and his other soldiers stealing a car. And they shot the man to... I guess keep them quiet. I I don't. I'm not saying that's not a war crime, but it seems like not the kind of thing that you would charge people for. I it doesn't. That's seem not a genocide act. That's a bunch of it, hooligans. Yeah, it, it doesn't rise to the like the Nuremberg level, or even the you know like like trial under yeah. Geneva Accords that's, or something like dumb. that. It seems. This is the kind. I mean, of, if you can this, capture them, fine. But tr- try them under the standard local laws about murder. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff that happens in every war. I don't care who's fighting, on both sides usually, because you're giving young men a lot of times kind of the bottom of society, guys who would not have a chance if it weren't for the army, and you're giving them yeah. a gun and giving them an incredible responsibility, and a lot of a lot of young men fail. Uh, yeah. This- yeah, I mean, yeah, let's face it. War is one of those things that a lot of soldiers who go into war, if they survive with their lives, they sort of come out of it a little bit less human. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad uh, thing. It's, it's one of those unfortunate things about war. And so that sounds like what was going on here. And uh, they're going to have a war trial. That's just it's dumb. Yeah. Um. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson signs security agreements with Finland and Sweden, pledging military assistance to both to both the countries if they should come under attack. Which, had, when I read that, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. But Finland's leaders are saying that they are going to apply for membership of NATO, and I guess Sweden is considering it. Um, is Finland normally? Um, don't they stay out of this the way Sweden does normally? You know, I don't know if, um, but I, I, I don't know. But I mean, Finland, Sweden, and Norway are—I mean, that's that's kind of the the Netherlands, right? Um, um Scandinavian, <clears throat> yeah. 
Scan, yeah, uh, Scandinavian. The, but I don't know. Okay, but and well, uh, you know, Russia is saying is, that Russia is threatening Finland. Uh, I mean, are they, are they thinking that they might invade they, Finland if Finland joins NATO? Well, they're saying that uh, you're going to be sorry if you try to join NATO. That's what the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs is saying. They're threatening. Because I would, because NATO is North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Yeah. Or North Atlantic Treaty, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, organization. So, but the thing is, Norway absolutely ought to be part of NATO. Well, they're not mentioning Norway. They're talking about Finland and Sweden. I know. And then just inside the border of Norway, and Norway is like a narrow, thin country, and Sweden is just inside there. Oh. With with direct, I mean the 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 big waterway between Sweden and Finland is this uh, Gulf of uh, uh, I can't quite read it. Uh, there's a Gulf of Boreana or something like that, Boreavia, um, just north of the Baltic Sea. Um, but I mean that is you know. But hasn't Sweden got, always uh, remained neutral in these things and said we're not going to get involved in these wars? Yeah. But now they're talking about joining NATO, which means they will be involved. Yeah, maybe. That's um, This is why the thing is happening, because Ukraine is talking about joining NATO. And Russia's saying, no, you don't. Yeah. we. But, you know, the thing is, Ukraine joining NATO, that was one of those things that it was like... Well, they... Russia agreed to let them have their independence, provided overtures they to Ukraine. Yeah, were made by by some NATO by NATO nations, but it's almost like it, you get the impression the way things are working out that nobody ever actually had any intention of letting Ukraine join NATO. I'm starting to think that. I think they were just trying to get Russia to attack. So I don't know why, but I think part of it is blaming yeah. all the problems on this war with Russia. And it's like, this is insane. I mean... But I guess my point is that Ukraine is very inland compared to Finland and Sweden. Yeah. It makes more sense for Finland and Sweden both to join NATO than it makes for Ukraine to join NATO. That's yeah. my point. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Um, well, that's all the Russia news that I care to talk about because, again, all right. none of us really know what's going on over there. Um, but... We got other stuff. So, the big yeah. thing. Uh, Hong Kong's National Security Police arrest uh, Cardinal Joseph Zen. Along, I guess there's a famous singer over there named Denise Ho and a couple other people. Um, really? In connections with a fund that provided aid to protesters. People who were protesting, you know, China's takeover there. Um, of Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, apparently... Uh, Pope Francis hasn't said boo about it. Well, of course he won't. Yeah, it's disgusting. Because he gave, gave he his whole point was to give China free reign over the whole Catholic yeah. Church over there. Um, it's just I, I I don't know what to say. It's absolutely criminal what uh, what Pope Francis has done to the real Catholic Chinese, and I. I wouldn't want to be him on Judgment Day. I, I don't know what else to say. No. It's terrible. I know. I know. It's like, wow. That's. I can't think of a worse thing to do for a pope. That's that's the baddest you of the bad. You gotta wonder. I mean, what what was his thought? Was he was he actually intending to? 
don't know, but was he Ma- being McCarrick malicious was part towards that, the church he? in China? Wasn't McCarrick part of that? Wasn't McCarrick the one going oh, over there talking to him? I think he was. Was he? I don't remember yeah. that. So it makes sense. <laughs> wow. But I mean, the, the thing is, it's like, was he intending to be malicious towards the real Catholics in China? I did he or did he or was he extremely naive and think that that by doing this, the Chinese government would allow Catholics to be Catholic? Uh, neither. I think he just I don't didn't know. care. It, I think it was money. But then why bother? Money. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I I refuse to think anyone could be that malicious, especially a pope. But again, we keep having this discussion: is he that dumb or is he that know. malicious? It, is Maybe that dumb he just or doesn't that evil? care. Yeah, it's evil it's or like, bad it, or dumb. It, one of the two. It mm-hmm. can't. At least one of the two. It could be both, but it has to be at least one. So, yeah. um. I guess there's floods all over Afghanistan. They destroyed uh, in 12 different provinces of Afghanistan. Destroyed 500 homes, killed 22 people, injured 40 others. We probably don't have a real count yet, and maybe we never will because this is Afghanistan, and you know we can't really trust what they're saying. So, um, is this like from rains and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I couldn't okay. read the whole story. It was Reuters and I think, of, Af- I think of Afghanistan as like desert. Yeah, but you know when it rains in a desert, it rains well, that's hard. That's true. It's like yeah, that's true. The floodwaters. And I'm sure there are parts that aren't desert, but yeah. a lot of it is. Yeah. Uh, the WHO puts an estimate of deaths due to COVID-19, including incidentals due to impacted health systems, at approximately. 15 million people worldwide. Oh, why? I don't know why I put that in there. I just, it, it's so dumb that anyone still believes anything that anyone is saying about COVID-19. I find it remarkable that someone could be that dumb. Yeah. And a lot of this is dumb because there's a lot of citizens out there who swallow this hook, line, and sinker. And they really think, 15 million people worldwide died from COVID-19, including from overrun health systems, which never existed. Um, I mean, if they were overrun, it's because they sent all the doctors home. But, oh well. Um, and I I tell you what, I think a lot more people I wonder if they're died. including the, the people who died because of lack of charity funds. Like, for example, the lack of, all the businesses uh, that shut down in the United States. Yeah. And all the people that lost their jobs and all the people that had to go on unemployment and did not have money to give to the various charities that provide food in third world countries that are having trouble and that kind of stuff. And the people that starved because of that. I wonder if this 15 million includes those people. I think there's a lot more people who died because of that than died directly because of the disease. Not to mention suicides... Uh, ODs, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and the yeah, the fact that people couldn't get ODs. treatment for normal sicknesses because of COVID, it's it's just right. That's that's the the more significant yeah. fallout of COVID than the the death from the virus itself. It's the stupidity of the of the leaders. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't. I'm going to stop talking about because I get worked up. Um, the Orlando Police Pension Fund 
I have no idea who Orlando, that is. Florida? Yeah. Police Pension Fund files a class action lawsuit in Delaware Chancery Court against Twitter and Elon Musk, hoping to delay the acquisition of Twitter to two, uh, 2025. Isn't that a weird... That's bizarre. What's their interest? What's their financial interest? I have no idea. I don't know why it's they... It's weird. It is weird. They're, it's like people are doing anything they can, and it doesn't make sense. Why do they think this is going to matter? I don't know why everybody's making such a big fuss of it, personally. I don't think... I don't think that much is going to change. No, but on... Like, within the Twitter world... The people who pay attention to Twitter, suddenly it's like, oh, you're going to be allowed to say things that you weren't allowed to say before. Yeah. This is in a state of Delaware, but I don't understand why Orlando Police Pension Fund, I, I, I assume has that's an interest. in Florida. Exactly. I, I mean, unless, are they thinking that, oh yeah, part of our investment is in Twitter stock and Elon Musk is going to be bad for that? Yeah. This That's weird. It is weird. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I think Twitter stock's going to go up once Elon Musk has has started having an effect. I mean, and he's not like any kind of right winger or anything like that. Yeah, I know. I think he's an idiot. This. Okay. Look. I I don't know why but, they put him on a pedestal. I, <laughs> Listen to me. This is the guy who seriously thought within our lifetime that we were going to colonize Mars. He really thought this. He was serious. Well, I, I I have at least 30, I think, years left to live. It could still happen in my lifetime. Mars? <laughs> no. Okay, no. Well, here's the thing. The moon, I, cause, maybe. Because I was thinking Not about Mars. this about 10... Well, Mars is more likely because it has a, a bigger gravitational pull to, to allow more easy development of an atmosphere. But here's the thing. Uh, to colonize Mars, and this is something that, that I've thought about and I thought, I've thought about the ethics of. Yeah. The only way to really do it is to send people there without a return plan. Yeah. You have to start, you have to get your, your mind around that. And then maybe it could happen. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. But if Mark. it fails, those people are going to, you know, suffer a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, he really thought it was going to happen, and he was. Well, he thought he was going to be one of the first to go. I. Oh. To me, well, that's he won't stupid. Be the first to go. That that was stupid. It's it's but hard I, to I believe, believe someone could be that stupid and still be yeah. a millionaire. But I think it happens a lot. Or billionaire. Well, the thing is, I, th- I think that's why he is a millionaire because he believes a lot of things. It's it's like you can have if you can have like a hundred like grandiose visions, mm-hmm. and three out of those hundred actually come to pass, you can become a millionaire on those three or a billionaire on those three. Okay, but what was his vision? That came to pass. You know, it's, it's like, hey, but, but I mean, that's what he is. He's, he's, a, hey, electric cars. Yeah. Completely. Not gas, not hybrid. Yeah, um, well, they still you know, suck. S- SpaceX. Yeah. You know, commercial, not government, commercial space flight. Now that I could mean, go somewhere, you know, but I guarantee kind of you he's not making money on that. Real money. 
from producing something. Well, no, no, no. It's not producing something. He's getting the money to... to he's being paid to be the guy with the visions. Yeah. And well, investors are giving him money to be the guy with the visions. Maybe some investors, but I I think a lot of this is coming from the government. Oh, like back channels, you mean? Like secretly? I don't know. I don't... No, not necessarily secretly, but I think... What possible reason would there be for anyone to invest in it? Other than personal money, like I've got... Five billion dollars, and I'd like to see what happened if I take a billion and give it to Musk. But other than that, what what company could uh, benefit out of Elon Musk getting into space? Well, he did rent out some uh, space on the on some on one of the shuttles. Mm-hmm. Or, and yeah, that's one of the things. I think I mean, I do he comes up with these, science experiments I, I and stuff like that. Is, but where does look, where does science <clears throat> come from? Where do these experiments come from, other than schools? And where do schools get yeah, their money? I, I don't think he's interested in the science. I, I, I think his model is, hey, we're going to make this happen. I know he does, but you would don't... you Would you like to be one of the first ones on one of these flights? Give me the money to help me make it happen, and we'll and 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 I'll I'll you know you'll have a seat assigned to you. Maybe but... that's his model. Really? Yeah. I, I mean. I mean, you could raise I don't know. that much do the money. Research. I haven't cared. A, I haven't cared enough about him to to research how he's actually doing it. But I think that's what he does. And so, people who have a lot of money give him money to make it happen. Okay. Uh, but maybe. but yeah, go prove me wrong. Okay, I've got to look into that because I. It's just. I'm sorry. The guy's dumb. You know. I mean, it's 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 the whole Barnum and Bailey thing. You know what was like uh, P. T. Barnum? What did he say? Uh, around every crowd is a silver lining yeah I, and i and elon I musk is just a high tech high high finance high stakes pt barnum okay barnum put on a show at least <laughs> well you know Did something for the, us. The, the elon musk show is is one of hope and anticipation i mean it's like okay. it's like the music man yeah i mean look at look at what what he did in at least in the movie production yeah. He's like, that gives him, you know, it, it takes seven weeks for the, the instruments to come. That gives him seven weeks to to anticipate at absolutely no cost whatsoever. Yeah. Well. You, you know, it's like, how do you sell that? Okay, well, if you're, a, if you're one of those guys, you can do it. I guess we'll see what happens. I don't think anything will happen with Twitter. I don't think, I don't think much will change. I, well, I don't know if sewer. much will change... But I love the fact that liberals' heads are exploding. I love it. that. I do like that. <laughs> they think it's the end of the world or something. There's something wrong with these I people. Know. If people are allowed to talk, they go nuts. Jeez. That I know. That's the thing. It's like it's like everybody's so afraid, afraid of, of letting people talk. It's so dumb. That's why. I mean, the, this whole Biden's uh, like like in what do they call it? The the truth. Ministry oh yeah, the ministry of like truth. That. What is? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. Seriously, Joe Biden, the Ministry of Truth from a president who who can't even keep his head straight. It's the whole thing is crazy. Um, speaking of crazy, um, so the U.S. Senate passes a non-binding resolution barring Biden from removing. The Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps from the list of foreign terrorist organizations. 
a non-binding resolution. So in other words, there's bars, no reason to do it. So we say, Biden, you may not do this, except if you do, we won't do anything about it. Yeah. And the this that they're talking about is is dropping a particular organization from a list of terrorist organizations. Yeah. Was Biden threatening to do that? Is that why they uh, did this? He's trying to. I don't know. I guess. Hmm. Hmm. And and, does it have to do with the United States? It's, Maybe it's just that to allow people to send their money there. Because that's the big uh, thing. If, if they're on the list as a terrorist organization, you can't send money to them. Yeah, okay. Another one of these news agencies that uh, make you pay to read, and I just don't care. Enough. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I always close those. Eight people are killed, 17 others injured during wildfires in Serbia, Russia. Uh, destroy hundreds of buildings in 16 different settlements. Um, they're not really saying... They're saying it's because of high winds, but um, oh. I don't know. We don't really know why the fires are there. Taliban passes a law ordering all women in Afghanistan to cover their faces in public. Like you said, I mean, you brought that up before. That yeah. Is Islam response to... They know, are property, mm-hmm. nothing more. Yeah. Don't stare at my property. Uh, they don't want to be reminded that these are human beings that have the same dignity as man. Um, it, it's a poor response to man's thirst for woman because yeah. uh, it allows him to truly feel as though he can own her. Uh, so that's that was predictable. Uh, Iran preemptively shuts down the internet in one of its provinces because of protests against a 200% bread price increase. Wow. So they just shut down the whole internet and said, all right, Pe- we're not People gonna were upset about the bread price increase, and Iran said, we don't want you to be allowed to voice your protest of that, so we're going to shut down the internet. Yep. That's what liberals would like to be allowed to do in the yeah, United States. that's what they want. That's what the Ministry of Truth is all about. That's what the Ministry of Truth wants. Yep, that's the, the the goal is to get it there at some point. Is it? It's not really called the Ministry of Truth, is it? It's something like that. It's, no, it's that's, that bizarre. I mean, it's that's it's, from nineteen eighty four. It's at the it's at the same time George or it's 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 like some kind of weird combination of Orwellian. And Monty Python. Yeah. It's really, really weird and bizarre. But the, the, we're calling it the Ministry of Truth, but I don't think it's really, they're calling it that. They're calling... It's um, the Department of... Uh, misinformation shoot. or something. I, I don't, yeah. So, uh, like, Have you read... I forget. You've read 1984. Yeah. I think, I think all Americans should have to read that. Um... And it's so telling, Gosh, yeah. but it's almost like the left is using yeah, it as a playbook. They're really doing I know. it. That's that's the problem. That's why I, it's like I hesitate to say all Americans should read it because <laughs> I am afraid that that thirty percent of the Americans out there are going to say, "Yeah, this is what we should do." It's um, it's just it, I I can't even I got no words for it. Yeah. Um, where were we here? Oh, Kentucky Derby. 
the 148th Kentucky Derby. Uh, it was in Louisville. I guess this is the first time they've been able to fill it to capacity since COVID started. Oh, so, okay. Uh, and the winner, which apparently it was kind of a big thing because he was all the way in the back and he went all the way to the front and he his odds were 80 to 1. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine betting a thousand bucks wow. on that? Wow. I know. It's like, okay, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll just go ahead and bet on this guy. Just to, I mean, it's like, like playing the lotto or something. Yeah. Okay, to 80 to 1. It's not the same odds as the lotto, but still. Did you ever see that? Well, cool. You know, in Barney Miller, Nick uh, was always betting on horses and stuff. And uh-huh. there's one episode where he puts down his paper. He's like, wow, I've never seen a, a what do you call it? Uh... When you have a gut feeling about something in a racing. Hunch? Oh, I've never had a hunch like this in my life. And he's like, what are you talking about? He says, the name of this port horse, pick me Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you think it's a sign? He said, sign, it's a command. <laughs> pick me Nick. Pick me Nick. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see. Washington Post wins a Pulitzer Prize for uh, its coverage of the the Capitol attack. Can you believe that crap? The Capitol attack? Are they talking about January sixth? Yeah. Are they calling that the? Are they calling Capitol attack? attack? United States Capitol attack. You mean when the the guards at the Capitol allowed people to walk in? That's insane. That's the attack. <laughs> this is, the Pulitzer Prize is such a joke. Um, I mean, remember when they gave it to it's that like, guy no for prestige to it anymore for announcing for uncovering the Steele dossier? It's like, and we know now what that was. It it, it was a joke from the start. I never believed it yeah. from the start, but uh, they got a prize for that. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, the Swedish Social Democratic Party announces. Uh, oh, okay. It will decide on May 15th, which is, is that, where are we now? We're the 13th. So in two days, they're going to decide whether or not to pursue, uh, the, the, a course of action to join NATO. Oh, okay. So they're deciding whether or not to try. That's when they'll vote. Okay. Yeah. Apple announces. And then they'll have to make their application to NATO. And then the NATO countries will have to get together and decide yeah. whether to admit them. And Finland has already said that they're going to. <clears throat> okay. Well, like I said, it makes sense for Sweden and Finland both to do this. Yeah. Not so much just for be- Ukraine. Because of how they're situated. Well, right. it might make sense for It might make sense for them, but it would make sense why this would upset Russia. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Apple announces it will discontinue the sales of iPod Touch. I had no idea they were still making iPods. iPod, t- iPod Touch. Uh, Touch. It's an iPod. Okay. It's an iPod. Yeah. It's an iPhone it's like that the, doesn't isn't a phone. Yeah. I I, I did not. The, know I, you know what I always wondered is is I I thought they ought to just keep making the iPod Classic. Isn't the iPod Classic the one that? It's a very, like, it, it, there's no screen, and it's a very um, simplistic interface, 
but it's like 160 gigabytes of storage space or something like that. It is, something but it, it's got a physical hard drive in it. You mean with platters? I thought it was solid state. No. The the iPod, at least the, the original, original iPod. iPods, had a, a big old honking uh, hard drive in it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. And that's why it's... So that's, that's why, why they, they were so... Out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the iPods nowadays have SSDs. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. All right. I never realized that. Okay. Uh, Apple, Ukraine... Okay, Ukraine's natural gas system announces it will stop shipments of Russian gas through, I guess, their route. I guess Russia's so natural like, gas what, like is a going pipeline through, through Ukraine? Ukraine. I think I think that's what it is. This was hard to uh, uh, see. Another Reuters story, but this is. Um, there's a, they they don't explain exactly what they're talking about here, but it's like I didn't I didn't know that it went through Ukraine. It seems like they would have stopped that a long time ago. Yeah, why didn't they stop that when Russia invaded? That's what I'd have done. Greece bans the practice of conversion therapy for minors, as well as advertisements promoting it. Conversion therapy is like for homos. Yeah, so uh, that's 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 a normal Greece thing, I think. That's Greek. I that's Greek I know. That's what, what's the the old joke? The Greeks say we invented sex, and the Romans say yeah, but we invented sex with women. <laughs> I didn't know that joke, but <laughs> that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So the I guess the cryptocurrency market <laughs> um, took a tumble. Uh, Bitcoin and Ether, 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 or Ether, Ether, Ether fall to is, their is lowest that... value in in. Actually, they're just saying in, in their lowest value in about a year, but that's not, that could be anything. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not, not that, that much. Significant. That's not a big deal. Is Ether the, the, like the next, um, the next most common after Bitcoin? I don't know. Cause there's also, uh, stuff. Terra USD, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be tied to, uh, the US dollar. I don't, I don't, Oh. I, after I learned what I learned about Bitcoin and after I figured out why I had a problem with it, I kind of mm-hmm. stopped paying attention because, um, me too. I don't, we, we did, I that, just don't a think it's podcasts on it. Yeah. We did a whole podcast on it and I, yeah. until they announce how they're going to overcome these problems, I don't see any, mm-hmm. any point yeah, in getting excited about it. It's basically a toy for people who want to dabble in it. Yeah. I mean, some dabbling can be very lucrative if you happen to get lucky, but it's still basically a toy. Yeah. It, it doesn't have the scalability to be a worldwide, an actual currency for trade and exchange. Yeah. So, a uh, team of scientists at the Event Horizon Telescope, uh, they say release the first ever image, but I don't know if that's because it's the first time they took the image or what, of uh, Sagittarius A, which is the supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way. So this is the second picture of a black hole. And is this, um, they're saying they have a picture telescope uh, or somewhere else? You know what? I think it's US. Okay. Like NASA. Okay. Hold on. NASA, NASA has the coolest stuff. Yeah. 
Event Horizon Telescope is an international collaboration. Oh, okay. Uh, capturing images of black holes using a virtual Earth-sized telescope. So what are they using a bunch of uh, satellites to do this, I guess? Is it, well, is it optical or, or radio? I mean, like with, I guess it it doesn't Both. matter, I, but, but I know radio, like you can do radio telescopes and do interferometry, which which can combine the inputs of multiple telescopes into a single image. I didn't realize that we had the ability to do that with optical yet. So basically, what it does is links together a bunch of other telescopes, and okay. I think in several ways. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's both optical and radio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another team, team of scientists announced that it, it is growing plants on lunar soil. So one of the... I saw something about that. Yeah. Brought back by one of the Apollo missions. Mm-hmm. It's the first time they tried to do it, I guess. Well, it's the first time they did it. I don't know if they tried it before and failed, or, but they announced that they're growing plants on... But I wonder if they did something to the soil first, you know? Oh, is like, did they imbue the soil with, like, earth um, nutrients or something? Right, or did they just say, here, put a seed in there, see what happens? Seems like they I, I would have done would, that a long time ago. It would be kind of dumb if they added earth nutrients, because yeah, then it's just like, like a point. hydroponic experiment, which it's like, okay, that's that's old technology. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all the news I got. Okay. Well, I got a few things. Okay. Which I'm going to... Okay, so the first one... this. So I go online and I, I look for weird news, okay? I just Google weird news because I like to come up with the goofy stuff. And I've kind of noticed... Okay, so there's this very... It's, a, it's an extremely liberal um, paper and news site uh, called Huffington Post... And the website is www.huffpost.com. And the weird news part of that is slash section slash weird dash news. But here's the thing, and this is my weird news for them this time. As long as I've been doing this, the very top story in their weird news section is this story about former manager of DOD Aerospace Threat Program says UFOs are real. I haven't actually ever clicked on the link to see what it actually says, but it's like, it's kind of like that's like their, they have that as their permanent top spot in the weird news section really? of their paper. So I thought I'd bring it up once. People can go look okay. at it if they want. Well, uh, do you believe UFOs are real? Um, well, that's, that's kind of a funny question. <laughs> this is just a straight question. Yes or no? I get a kick out of people when they talk do about I? it that way. No, but, but so here's why the do you thing. say that? I, there's do, do, an object, you believe, it's flying, no, and I don't know what it is. So it must That's be what I was going to say. Yes, I, I believe that there are flying objects that are unidentified. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> But I mean, what's what's funny is what what makes me laugh when you say that <laughs> is that I went when I was in college. I went and attended a um, an evening talk that a guy gave, and the 
I, I wish I could find this guy because he was actually really fun to listen to, even though I think he was like nuts all off his rocker. Yeah. But <laughs> the uh, title of his top top of his talk was "Flying Saucers Are Real," and he was very careful to explain that the reason he says flying saucers are real is that he's not talking about unidentified flying objects. He's talking about objects that have yeah. been identified as alien flying saucers. Sure. That makes sense to me. And <laughs> exactly. You don't often hear people talk about it that way. They say UFOs and it's like, uh, okay. Of course yeah, they're UFOs. Real. Yeah. Are they real? Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I haven't identified it. So it's real to me anyway. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. I, I do not know what order I sent these to you because I didn't copy myself, uh, but I've got them here kind of lined up in my uh, on my browser, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to go in whatever order they're here. Uh, my next story is about a Metallica baby. Uh, in Brazil, a woman uh, gives birth as the, plant, the, the Metallica band plays Enter Sandman. I don't know that song. Do you know it? Yeah. It's good okay. Is, okay, well, while they were playing that song, a woman actually gave birth at one of their concerts in Brazil. Oh, at the concert? Okay. At the concert. So what? I could put it, I, I have a a chitty chitty bang bang baby because, uh. You don't. Yeah, I do. Chitty chitty bang bang was on in the room while, uh, one of them was being born. And then the next one, um. Why would you be playing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I I don't know why. It was on, and then we started talking and forgot about it. And But Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was playing while one kid was being born. And then the next kid who was born um, was... What's the other Dick Van Dyke Disney type? uh, Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Chim Chimney was... I have a chim oh, chimney. The, yeah, kid. chim chimney, chim chim charu. Yeah, I have two Dick Van Dyke babies. Oh my gosh! I don't okay, know why they well, were on, but they were. And like, is this in a hospital room? Yeah, we're in a hospital, and and that's why I thought, well, big deal. Okay, is so this is, is this what's on the TV the or something like that? Yeah, it was. They had the TV, and Vicky's oh, like, "Just okay. turn it on. I need to get my mind off of all the other stuff going on." So okay. I turned it on. So it's not like you. And then we just you walked. picked those to play or something. Yeah. Like that. Hey, the baby's gonna be born. Put in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang real quick. <laughs> okay. Now this 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 is very different. This is not in a hospital. This is at a concert. Yeah. Okay. Well, that in Brazil, be, uh, I don't. I, I guess it'd be kind of. I, I don't know. You know, the baby gets to grow up, Metallica being able to claim that. You know, yeah. It's, it's like, hey, that's. He'll probably get something out of that. You know. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I'm being yelled at. What? That's okay. One was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and one was Mary Poppins. Okay. Chim Chimney. She's misremembering it. Well, she might not be. You know, she is the mother after all. Well, I was there too. I know, but 
And one was I don't Andy know. Griffith. I was there for all of my kids' births, but it's like I was like focused on wow, there's there's a baby here. We remember it differently. Maybe I'm wrong. She said Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is out, it was Mary Poppins. But I know I remember Chitty Chitty Bang Bang because I them. thought this is such a dumb show. I hate that show. <laughs> it's so Maybe stupid. it just wasn't during the song. Yeah. Because they only sing the song once, right? I don't know. It is a no, dumb show. All of those that's all those Dick Van Dyke British shows are dumb. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like a bunch of kids in cages and stuff and it's just dumb (laughs) i thought it was cool when i was a kid and then it's like because you know like the flying car and and it's like oh some saturday afternoon as a kid i hey chitty chitty bang bang and then it's like when i had kids oh yeah you gotta watch chitty chitty bang bang yeah and And it's like stupid why did i inflict this on my kids this is so stupid and the kids recognize it more than we did for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, what, okay, why didn't I have the wisdom to see how dumb it was when my, my kids do? Yeah, because my kids are like, Dad, this is stupid. I don't want to watch this. I want to watch Spongebob. No, no, it's great. I, I promise you it's great. Chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, well. All right. Okay, last. So, um, I, you know, Burying the Dead is one of the um, corporal works of mercy. Yeah. And so, in Berlin, a classroom of students decided to bury their classroom skeleton. Okay. I guess he, yeah, he I guess must have been one of those. Skeleton. Must have been yeah. one of those real skeletons, and they decided to go ahead and give it a burial. I, okay, you know, I, I, um, I mean, I don't have a problem with having a skeleton in the classroom. You know, we had, uh, what's her name? Uh, fifth grade St. Martin's, uh, Robish. Mrs. Robish? I never I can't, had her. I can't think of her first name. She had a skeleton in her classroom. It was a, a human skeleton, a real one. No, Mr. Yeah, Vassalo. Yeah, no, it did. was. Mr. Vassalo had one that was plastic. Oh, okay. Mrs. Robish had a real one. I've got a real one in the barn. A human? Yeah. Well, not a whole skeleton, but parts of it. Wait, remember you're them, not talking about remember them the stuff bones? up at camp? Yeah. You we you still have those? Somewhere. I thought I thought Dad insisted on reburying them. No. We had them, no. and then there there was a barn fire, and some of them yeah, got that. misplaced there. But I. We still have some somewhere. I just don't know We discovered some? Oh, okay. Anyway, I've got no problem with it. But, it, you know, if they wanted to give them a a, uh, a burial... They should have um, done a mass. Okay, sure. That's, that's, yeah, right. it would have been cool I if guess. they'd done a mass. Um, but, you know, the thing is, a, ca- a Christian Catholic mass burial um, is supposed to be for those who were at least known yeah. to be Catholics. Yeah. So, anyway, all right, good, good for them. Um, at least you know, recognizing the the idea that there's something different about being human. Um, personally, when I die, I plan to uh, give my body to science. Oh yeah, because I just I have this problem. I I just absolutely refuse to go along with this having to be buried in a special oh. spot that costs yeah. a bunch of money and. 
uh, puts I, a burden on your kids. Yeah, and, give, and the give, church gives money is like, to regulators. But I can't, I can't just flat out uh, plan my last action to be a sin. You know, like but it's what? not a by refusing to be put in a special burial spot. Oh, uh, yeah, because even if you're cremated, you're supposed to be interred somehow in, yeah. in blessed ground. Right. And it's a racket. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm not going yeah, uh, to be a part of that. And But the church says I have to. I can't have my last action be a sin, but the church does allow me to give my body to science. Oh, okay. And that would not cost any money. Okay. I think. So so you're like a, a smoker, right? Yeah. So like you could you could body. like double down on that and give your body to science. Okay, like the effects of smoking, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know what they do. I I mean they need cadavers and stuff they, or for medical yeah, school, gross anatomy classes like and stuff like that too. Yeah. Absolutely. Whatever they want to do. I don't care what they do, I'll be dead. Yeah, you'll be I, dead. You're I mean, and here's the thing, no matter what they do to your body the resurrection is still going to happen. Yeah. Hopefully, it reverses whatever happens after it's I die. But it's like, okay, wait a minute. You're. I got all these cuts all over me. Your arm is your arm is turned inside out, man. Yeah. Well, anatomy class, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, when St. Thomas, uh, the apostle, saw Jesus, he was able to put his hand into the, yeah. the uh, wound in his side. <laughs> yeah, and the, and he was already dead when they stuck When they the, pierced the him, that's in. right. Yeah, that's okay. right. They, so they that found him dead. After and, he was dead. So, who knows? <laughs> Never know about these things. That, I don't know. We'll see. Beetlejuice. But you know what? It, I don't know. Maybe it'll be cool. It's like, hey, we can show off our our post, post-death post wounds yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Did you see Beetlejuice? Do you remember uh, that? I have seen it. I don't remember much about it. They had the, all the, the guys the only... who were like, who you could see how they died. Like one guy was crushed flat with car treads on him. And... Oh, were they like in the waiting room? Yeah. Yeah, okay, room. yeah. And one guy had his head, one guy had a shrunken head, I think. It was like, yeah, it was like from one of those tribes. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. All right, uh, let's see. And my next one, I don't know if I included this in what I sent you, but uh, this is just kind of like one of these cool, I, honestly, it's a little bit of a fantasy of mine, but yeah. the... The headline is Passenger with No Flying Experience Lands Plane in Florida after oh. the pilot becomes incapacitated. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. And so with the help of air traffic controllers, That'd he had no great. flying experience. I know. Uh, he's <laughs> He took over the controls, radioed for help. He said, I've got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the plane. Um... And the air traffic controllers said, Roger, what's your position? He said, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm in the air. Uh, I can see the coast of Florida in front of me. <laughs> and wow. somehow they were able to talk him down into a full landing. That's really awesome. That's you know, that cool. reminds have you ever seen, there's a movie, um, I want to say the name of it is Pushing Tin, but it might be something different. It's got uh, Kiefer Sutherland. 
No, I've and, never seen it. Okay, it, it's one of the, like air traffic controllers, and, and it's kind of one of those. It, the the movie is one of those. Um, uh, what do you call it? like lesson movies about like the 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 poor budget that's given to the air traffic controller um, the the whole system the, yeah. the industry yeah the in terms of, of of budget for upkeeping of their computers and all of that kind of stuff but anyway there's there's this one uh, like guy who's in a a like a tiny propeller plane who you know he's just a private pilot and he gets caught in a storm and if you know anything about flying there's there's like two levels of certification um there's uh visual flight rules vfr which is where most people start and and if you've got vfr the idea is that you're not supposed to ever go into a situation where you can't see the ground beneath you Okay. And then there's IFR, which is instrument flight rules, which is these are the if you're going to be a commercial pilot, you've got to have go IFR because you've got to be able to yeah, yeah. fly through. So anyway, this guy like obviously just private pilot VFR ends up in this weird like storm situation that that kind of brewed out of nowhere, and in the flight traffic controllers um, says, "What's your?" Uh, orientation, and he looks. <laughs> he I'm looks straight. at. I know he looks at his like his compass is like spinning around because of the electro uh, magnetism of the storm that he's in. He's yeah. like uh, forward. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was I'm like they eventually got everybody on the ground and got them all saved. You know, through the crisis and that kind of stuff. But it was yeah. one of those. Like I said, a lesson movie. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. But um, anyway, this kind of reminds me of it. But I, yeah, I, I, you know, it's like That'd honestly, I would love to fly a plane. And I would and, love uh, to be in a plane. Yeah, you would love to. I be go in a to plane. okay. I you haven't this, been in a plane. I I I flew once. I had to fly to California and oh, that's know, right. I remember there and back. But um, here's the thing. Um, one of my customers is a flight school along with a flight uh, a mechanics shop. And there's always these planes and people going up in these planes. And I always want to say, look, I will do all your printer service for free for the rest of your life. Just take <laughs> me out in the plane. Let's go have some fun. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's go fly. Loop the loop and stuff like that. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to offer to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it you you'd have to save up and be able to drop a little bit, but you can pay a guy to just give you a a um like you call up like Lunkin Airport or something. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you but... can pay a guy to to take you on a a flight tour of Cincinnati, say, for like I when I did it, I I did it, you know, on a date once to impress a girlfriend. It, it was like wow. 40 bucks or something like that. 40? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be more than that. In a no, little plane? it was 40 bucks. Yeah. The gas alone would cost more than that. Well, it didn't. It was 40 bucks, well, I'm telling you. That's awesome. I didn't mm-hmm. know it'd be that cheap. I'd have done that's that. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, did take take your wife and say, "Hey, let's 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 go on a And it was kind of cool because he was able to like point out different things as we flew I around. I do that in like a birthday present or something. I'm going to look into yeah. that. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be more than forty now, but yeah, yeah it's not it's not like hugely expensive. I was thinking like eight or nine hundred back then. Oh no 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 nothing like that. Yeah. Okay. No, it's um, well. So I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyway, kind of kind of cool. Like like end to this thing. I guess the uh, yeah. the uh, Morgan who was, I guess, the flight controller, you know, said felt really good to help somebody. He said that the uh, the guy who he helped land the plane said he couldn't wait to get home and hug his pregnant wife, which, I, you know, I'm sure it's like, okay, my wife's pregnant and my pilot has just, like, conked out and I've got to land yeah. this plane. Wow. I mean, think about the pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So anyway, yeah, neat story. I uh, if if that's not in the email I sent you, let me know. I'll send you that link because we no, it's not that. in the email. Okay, you have to send that. All right, I'll have to send that. So next one. Um, this is a um, kind of weird. I guess there's there's a man who um, he he creates this big bubble from soap, um, like like big enough to like stand in. Okay. So he travels, uh, let's say it's a 48 year old California traveled a rocky path. Uh, he was in the military later, did jail time, burning bridges before a motorcycle crash, hospitalized him in 2018. Um, he woke up, he said it was like being reborn. He walked out with a titanium rod in his leg, resolved to change his ways. He found his calling as a bubble performance artist. Now, here's the thing. I think I've seen this guy. I am interested in this because... Have you ever seen... I mean, this guy does, like, big bubbles. But have you ever seen a guy put on a bubble... Like like an artistic bubble performance? I saw a guy doing weird things with bubbles and make a bubble around himself. I, I have this vague recollection of seeing that once. Okay. Not, not this, in person, not on a video. Oh, no, this is like, I went, <laughs> like, one of the, um, I forget where I was at the time, but one of my kids, uh, scout events, they had a guy come who was a bubble guy, and he was like, like, he would, he would do all kinds of crazy things. Like, he would create a big bubble, like, say, you know, two feet in diameter. And then inside of that, he would create, like, six smaller bubbles, like, three inches in diameter. I've done that. Each one filled with smoke and then have them spinning around inside the big bubble. Stuff like that. All right. I've I've done things like that. Like, really weird stuff. That sounds boring. Uh, okay, I didn't think it was boring. I thought it was fascinating. Okay. Anyway, so this guy has these really great big bubbles that he can, like, step into. And I guess this has been his sort of, uh, you know, his vehicle for changing his life or whatever. Okay. Big bubble guy. He says he, he creates bubbles the size of a Prius. Um, and he's committed to full-time bubbling now. Uh, rides his tricycle across San Francisco, performs his crafts in parks and on the street corners for hours, making up to $150 in tips a day. So I guess he's gone like full, like contributions only, and he just does it publicly. That sounds like something to do if, if yeah, 
don't have a family or <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I, mean, I know just so you don't got to rely on feeding somebody uh he, he uses dawn dish soap never palm olive i don't know why never palm olive palm olive doesn't sud as well as dawn it's just oh okay okay uh pours in half a uh cup of gower gower gum g u a r gum I don't know what that is. I guess it must be something that helps the bubble bind better. I guess so. I've never heard of it. So, anyway, bubble guy uh, out in San Francisco. Okay. Okay, last one. This is one of those... It's kind of funny. You know, fellow uh, in... Um, where was it? Uh, Oregon... Uh, no. Uh, Okan- Oka- Okanagan, uh, Washington. Um... He had a U-Haul, and using the U-Haul, he wanted to transport his car, uh, which was an SUV. So he drove the SUV um, into the U-Haul, but it didn't quite fit all the way. So it's like the back part with just the wheels is hanging out, and he's got this strap kind of around it, sort of holding it in while he's driving. So it looks like one of those, you know, really stupid pictures but yeah. when I look at it, uh, you know, he was um, he was stopped and fined for the unsafe load. Uh, now, it says the driver had a suspended license. Okay, that's bad. Oh, uh, well. If you got a suspended you know, license, you can't be driving. But... Why did he think he would not get pulled over for it, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was kind of dumb. I mean, it's like, let's call attention to myself. I know that's the thing. Expect to get pulled over. Now, I if if you didn't have the suspended license, I'm thinking it's like, okay, officer, you know, where's the uns- where's the infraction? Where's the law that says that I can't do I what can't I'm do doing? This. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. like you've already got the suspended license, so go ahead and buy a U-Haul that's big enough to fit the whole tunk on SUV. Yeah. Because I can't drive the SUV, but you're driving the U-Haul, right? Yeah. Doesn't this guy ever heard of a That's the other thing. It's like, like, I know, but... but, Why didn't he just tow it? But that, well, who cares about towing? Who cares about towing? Why didn't he just drive the SUV? Yeah, because he's not... That's the obvious thing, U-Haul. thing in this stupid truck. A U-Haul and an SUV. There's nothing else there. Yeah. Some people do really strange things, and I don't think there's any explanation. For I don't know. Like, okay, I gotta get. I got the U-Haul. I've got to get the SUV down there. I'll put it in the U-Haul. I don't know why he didn't just drive a stinking SUV. Maybe it was a bet or something. I, I don't know. It, yeah, like that would be a weird bet, like like a almost GK Chesterton level yeah. bet. <laughs> well, uh, that's know, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck. I, I don't know. That's yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> whatever you thought you were getting out of that, I hope you got. <laughs> hope you hope you hope you get your car back out of the impoundment lot or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or out of the U-Haul anyway. Okay. That's all we got. That's all I've got. And I'm, uh, I'm actually, uh, typing up the email to send you the link for the, uh, uh, pilot who landed the plane, the non-pilot who landed the plane 
The pilot and the bubble guy. The bubble guy's not in there? No. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, I guess I got to get that guy, too. Wow. I thought yeah. I included the bubble guy. All right. Get with it, Dan. Get with it. Yeah, it's... I've been... Like... Work has really had me, uh, I don't know, distracted, let's say. Okay. All right. Well, I've got them sent your way. That's all I've got for news, though. All right. Well, um, I don't have a saint again because I didn't expect us to record, actually. Oh, well, I'm going to have to start <laughs> having a saint, like, on hand just in case. Yeah, I should get some... Uh, uh, I didn't realize how hard it is to find one that I find interesting. I don't, oh. I don't share them unless I find it interesting. And... Um, I just, I want stories. That's the thing. If I can't find stories about it, then I don't oh, find okay. it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't mention it anyway. Yeah, but, no, um, I get it. Well, anyway, folks, think about what we said. And as always, circle the beads. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.